Welcome back to Cheese the Podcast. This week, we are discussing Biosphere 2, a research facility located in our very own Oracle, Arizona, that was designed to emulate our Earth's environment, which is also referred to as Biosphere 1. On September 26, 1991, eight intelligent scientists, visionaries, including a botanist, marine biologist, and a physician, were sealed inside the biome for two years, where initially no people, air, or resources were supposed to go in and out. So, let me shoot you guys a question. Do you think that you would be able to live like that for two years? With eight scientists, actually you would be one of the scientists, so like seven other scientists farming and doing research every day and living off the land. I definitely would not be able to because I get really sick of everyone. I see. I think it would be an interesting experience, but also I think I would be able to. I think that it would be hard for me to imagine myself living somewhere like enclosed for two years. I think that's what really trips me up about the biosphere, um, this idea that there's no exit. So I would be a little frightened and also it's a commitment to seven other people. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I also feel like it's better than the situation we are in right now with quarantine. Like, at least I'd be in nature. I I feel like I wouldn't feel as constrained. Biospherians, like they knew everything about their life. Like they, they literally grew what they ate, and they handled the oxygen levels, everything in their own society, or like in their world. So I feel like it'd be really cool to be that in tune with what goes in and out of your body. So these eight scientists were hailed as neo astronauts, paving the way for a new kind of scientific research that had never occurred before. This experiment was a success. It could lead to biospheres being built on Mars and the moon and just open up a whole new road for space exploration. Like the romanticizing nature of the 90s, the air was bright with hope and potential. All of that soured with crop failure, oxygen shortages, deception, and internal conflict, with suspicions beginning to arise amongst the biospherians themselves, the general public, and management. Was Biosphere 2 legitimate science or simply just a publicity stunt? What do you guys think? I think it first started as a science experiment and they had like intentions of it being like scientifically useful for the future. But I feel like once the media got involved, it turned into more of like a reality TV show with like a human being stuck inside this like walls and like how they would react and how long they could last inside the biosphere. But like, if the media wasn't involved, I feel it would have been useful. And if the things went right, like they had hoped, I assume the outcome would have been better. Okay, Uh, I, so when I was reading about the biosphere, kind of two things came up. 
Um, so the first was, so I stumbled on this Instagram post that was talking about wilderness as a colonial construct, like this idea of nature being other than not like people. And I think it's really interesting when you look at the biosphere through that perspective, like this idea of eight scientists um, being forced to grow their own food when that was just how it has been done for years and centuries and all of that. Um, so I think that was really interesting. And then second, um, I think the idea of like how the biosphere was supposed to be like a prototype for when we colonized Mars um, is also really interesting because I think that there's this idea that we have to look to a future that doesn't exist on Earth because it won't exist anymore, which is very valid with climate change um, like impending. But I think that already having that notion in the 90s and trying to fix it, I guess, with the biosphere. Yeah, I think it would, I think it was a publicity stunt, but I also think that it was valid research, but I also think that there could have been more research. Like all that money that went into the biosphere could have gone into preserving biosphere one, if that makes any sense. That is very true. Like in the um, documentary, like they mentioned that like during the end of Spaceship Earth, they mentioned how it would turn into more of like a business idea than like a science idea. And like for valid reason too, cause like after they split up into the factions that they did. In theory, it was a really good idea, but I feel like the very basis on which they founded this concept was like, I don't know if they had an exact goal in mind like I think they just it was too broad and also the fact that it was kind of like a privatized organization running this um like they obviously had to make the money back in some way but that pressure probably made them do a lot of things that they probably wouldn't have done if it was like government funded research or something like making the place a tourist spot while people were in the biosphere like I think that's really awkward and it doesn't like really give off the same enclosed feeling as people would have gotten if they were truly like inside the biosphere by themselves. So I feel like if they were to like redo this or if they were to do it right the first time, it should have been like some kind of government funded research effort instead of a private business. I think like the decades in which this idea was like launched, like there is, you know, the huge popularity of science fiction and stuff like similar to the biosphere um, was depicted in movies and that's kind of where they got the idea from um, and like people were really into space travel and it was like a really hot topic so I guess that was why this was built like specifically for space travel but I think in today's context seeing it as like something that could help us research space travel like I don't think it's seen as something that could help us research space travel but more like something that could help us get data in order to fix biosphere one the environment that we live in like because you're able to control everything the atmosphere the water pollution levels which you can't really do right now so let's get into it the idea for biosphere two began on synergia ranch led by charismatic visionary john allen in the early 1970s the residents of said ranch took part in activities like experimental theater and farming. It was basically like a whole counterculture commune typical of the era, but marked by innovation, ecology, research, and theater instead of like drugs. 
Synergia is the belief that the sum of two parts were greater than the whole. Similarly, Biosphere 2 was built on the idea that every part and piece and member of the experiment would result in something greater than themselves. And so they were able to gain the support and money of Ed Bass, who belonged to a family of billionaires. Yeah, maybe it's worth mentioning that um, Ed Bass was considered like a rebel in his own family because of like what he chose to invest in and stuff. So it just kind of like added to the whole revolutionary or like innovative nature of the concept of designing this biosphere. The biosphere too was an enclosed space, meaning it had its own atmosphere, ecosystems, plants, and animals. It consisted of the different biomes that represent the diverse range of climates and environment existing on Earth, such as the desert, rainforest, and ocean, complete with, complete with its own coral reef. The eight biospherians were supposed to live in this isolated ecosystem for exactly two years, with nothing going in and nothing going out. Well, that was not the case. The biospherians ended up staying in the biome for two years and 20 minutes, and many things including the biospherians, went in and out and also went wrong. So any guesses on what could have gone wrong from your initial thoughts? When I first read about the biosphere too, I assumed something like them running out of food and having to resort to outside world in order to like obtain them. So that's what I thought in the beginning, but obviously that's not the case as we find out. I think my biggest thing that I thought would go wrong with the Biosphere 2 going in was just like interpersonal conflict. Um, just because you can have all the science figured out and you can still run into trouble with people. Um, one thing that I was concerned about was the fact that a lot of these people probably aren't used to the environments that they're placing themselves in, like the marsh or maybe like the savanna or a rainforest. So like maybe if like they got sick or something, um, if they're not, not like used to environment that they're in and they develop some kind of health condition, what was gonna happen to them? Those are all very good points. I would be interested in learning how they handled waste and if they cycled it back into the environment. I think they did recycle everything back into the environment. I remember reading about it. Didn't really go deeply into it. But like all the waste was definitely recycled within the biosphere. So two weeks in, one of the members cut her finger on a crop thresher. She left the facility with another biospherian to get surgery on her hand, but came back with two duffel bags filled with materials that the press did not know about until a while later. Additionally, it was revealed that staffers made many deliveries to Biosphere 2, with the deliveries including seeds, vitamins, and other su supplies twice a month. This was kept a secret from the press. Additionally, a three-month food supply had been stocked into the biosphere before the experiment began, which biospherians were forced to consume when they had low crop yields in the first few. The biggest betrayal of all was when it was revealed that engineers had installed a carbon dioxide scrubber before the experiment had begun to control the atmosphere. The shroud of secrecy veiling the experiment combined with the sensationalization it received in the media towards the beginning, with, along with speculation about Synergia Ranch and its cult-like leader, John Allen, led to a sour image of Biosphere 2 by the general public. Then, Biosphere 2 began to lose oxygen. For fear of the members' health, oxygen was pumped in. 
The lack of oxygen combined with the food shortages and cockroach infestations led to low group morale. And eventually a once harmonious group of eight hopeful individuals and friends split into warring factions that mirrored the struggles management was facing outside of the biome. It was your classic best friends turned enemy situation after being stuck in an enclosed space for a very long period of time. And they were split along one central issue. While half of them believed that scientific research was the utmost priority and they should import food so that they would have enough energy to continue their experiences, the second group felt that the point of the whole experiment was to maintain an enclosed system where nothing was allowed to enter or leave, similar to how conditions would be if they were to colonize the moon or Mars. So which group do you think was in the right? Okay, I think one of the problems is like, actually, maybe you can answer this question, but what was the main goal of the Biosphere 2? Honestly, I don't even know. Um, I think that was like the main problem because if we were trying to simulate some kind of like colonization effort on like the moon or Mars, some of this stuff is acceptable. Like, you know, it's okay if they bring a bunch of food there with them because that's not like a problem. That seems like a sensible decision in that time. But if you were trying to like, mimic life without any outside influence and I get why that's wrong but I feel like it's all about how they marketed it to the press if that makes sense so like in some ways one of the groups is right and in some ways one of the groups is wrong it just depends on what they believe the goal of the biosphere was yeah I don't feel it's right to say that one group was in the wrong and the other was in the right however I do agree with the second group just basing off of what I thought the experiment was supposed to achieve, but I was supposed to like really have like a hypothesis of what they were, like their goal basically in the end. Um, maybe if they had structured that properly and had a definite goal in mind, we could say this was the right thing and this was not, but since we don't, I feel like you can't, decide that based on the information we have. Also the carbon dioxide scrubber, um, I was watching the documentary Spaceship Earth and one of the scientists inside the biosphere said that it actually like wasn't as big of a deal that or as the press made it out to be. Apparently it only took out like a tiny percent of their carbon dioxide and they used it very sparingly. But like yeah I get the premise that like if you're going to live in an enclosed space, like isolated from the outside world, then yeah, it makes sense why people would be mad if you didn't deliver on that promise. I think what you bring up is a very interesting point because I think in the beginning, like they did talk about how the goal was, it was supposed to be used for space travel, but I think even in space, you would be able to import food, you would be able to control the atmosphere by like excreting um, carbon dioxide, and stuff like that but I think they just made way too many promises at the beginning of their experiment to the general public they're like this is going to be an enclosed system we're not going to import anything we're not going to export anything um and that was like that's kind of what contributed to the sens sensationalization because it seemed like such an amazing feat and then yeah and I think if they like came clean about it and said like we're allowed to do these things because this is how it would be done if we were to colonize another planet, then it wouldn't have been so bad in the media as it was. 
but I think that they just made too many promises and they kept too many secrets. I feel like if they just didn't mention it to the media at the very beginning and kept it as a private like research experiment, things would have turned out better. But because the media was involved and because of just media's nature, like things tend to get blown up out of proportion. I feel like if the media wasn't as involved and they kept it under wraps, at least till the experiment was over, and then revealed it to the public, that would have been a lot better than like having the media be involved from the very beginning of the experiment. So like another thing that um, I think it was John Allen, the founder or like the lead behind this effort, he said something in the documentary, he said something about the first time it's going to fail and it's probably going to fail the first multiple times too that you try an experiment like this. But the more you conduct these experiments, the more you learn from it and the faster you learn from it. So maybe there was just a lot of pressure on this to be a perfect experiment where everything came out for like, not perfectly, but for you to obtain a lot of data and results and things like that. So maybe it's not fair to have expected a lot from something that was very new for its time. I don't know if it necessarily transfers over to wanting the perfect experiment. I think it was more just wanting the perfect experiment in the eyes of the media because all of that extra resources coming in and these external factors influencing it just made it less reliable of an experiment. So is Biosphere 2 looked at as like a social experiment of any kind or was it just looked at as a scientific experiment? Honestly, it would have been a really good social experiment. Like or at least they could have like took data on that aspect of it because I think that's like a more effective use of the experiment. But I think it was primarily always just a scientific experiment. But I think like the outcomes of it in terms of the way that people acted and the relationships that were formed and broken, like say a lot about how similar situations would actually work. Yeah, Akila, you bring up a good point. I feel like that's where, like, isn't this where the show Big Brother was inspired from, where they put a bunch of people together and just kind of like display their interactions to the world? Yeah, I feel like if they conducted it properly, this definitely could have been a better social experiment than a scientific experiment. But also, Amritha, do you know like what kind of scientific experiments they did while they were in there? Because I know they mentioned they did a lot. I think like most of the stuff they did was just like monitor the like oxygen levels, atmosphere levels, monitor the growth of the plants, and just like how the ecosystems worked. And I think they also monitored the effect of the diet they're eating that it had like on their own personal health. I think that was just all the experiments that they did. But I guess like another question adding on to that, um, like would the scientific research they were doing, would that be compromised by importing food and other stuff? Or do you think it still held like integrity and value um, even if they did include or import stuff from outside? I think it all comes back to the idea of what was the goal of the experiment? But like, if they didn't care about importing stuff into the into like the 
biosphere in the beginning, it shouldn't matter that they did. But if it was something that was supposed to self-sustain on by themselves, I feel like bringing outside food or letting oxygen into the atmosphere definitely disrupts the like path of the experiment. Ultimately, this would never be able to be a perfect experiment because they are dealing with human lives here and it relates to, I think, epidemiology when you can't take a population and purposefully infect them to study the results. And just like that, they couldn't put the lives of these biospherans in actual jeopardy. If things became too dire, they would be obligated to take them out. And so even if this experiment had been, you know, perfectly enclosed and the biospherans were completely on their own, if things got to a point where there were lives in danger, it would have to be shut down. I feel like that brings up like the importance of bioethics in the biosphere because even like even like their human lives, even if um, those were in danger, they also brought a lot of animal lives into the biosphere. So it's kind of a matter of if even they like talked a lot about how the I mean, I'm sure you'll get to this later, but the CO2 levels were impacting their health and stuff. But I also saw there were like some dying animals in there. So it's kind of like, is that ethical? And should they be allowed to repeat something like that? Even though when you look at a lot of historical experiments, human lives have always been valued over animal lives. And you know, you can see past space exploration, they sent, you know, a dog to outer space because that was preferable over a human in case of any kind of accident. I think they also sent a chimpanzee, but I might be making that up. I think that's why they had to let the biosphere leave the facility to go get the surgery because of the ethics, because I think they tried to, because they had a physician as one of the biospherians and they tried to like fix her finger but like in the days to come it just got worse so she had to leave the facility so I assume like even though it's like a private um research like you have to still keep in mind like the bioethics and the morals I think they were like they were already debating whether or not they should inject oxygen or inject supplies so that they could survive I don't think that they were ever thinking about like should we remove the animals and I'm pretty sure animals did die because of like what went wrong in the biosphere but I think since they didn't really start off with the intention to purposefully harm living beings to do this like that was just a result of the experiment not what they attended but yeah I think it really is a tricky like ethics situation especially because the human being's health could have deteriorated but I think similar to space travel like that's just a risk that they know is going to happen entering the experiment. Okay so I have another question so in terms of bioethics since it was privately funded they weren't were they subject to any science scientific ethical board or were they the ones who consented to the experiment? Does that make sense? Like there was no board overseeing their actions. Regardless of the industry, private or public funding their research, 
there's always going to be a code of conduct for scientific experiments that have been established through like historical events. Like if you've heard of the Tuskegee syphilis study, they um, put in different rules and codes of conduct to make sure that kind of human abuse didn't happen again. So yes, there was some kind of code of conduct to ensure the health of the participants. Yeah, so there was a scientific advisory committee. It says that they eventually dissolved and a large portion of them resigned because their role had kind of deviated from reviewing and improving the scientific research that was being done and it became more involved in um, the management changes and all the drama that was happening. I think the fact that the people that started the Biosphere 2, like were they um, trained scientists or were they like people that just came together and tried to put science together? I think all the Biospherians inside the Biosphere were all trained scientists, but I think a lot of the people outside like the management might not have been that crazy well-versed in it. I feel like that was part of their fundamental problems because I mean, the first thing you learn about in a research process is developing a narrow research question, which they did not do, or if they did, it was not very clear in the execution of their project. So I feel like if you want to attempt this again, you need to have a good scientific background or be consulting with people that have good scientific backgrounds in all of this. So apparently they used sweet potatoes as a nutritional supplement because it carries a lot of the nutrients you need to survive on a daily basis. And the beta carotene gives bananas and carrots their distinctive colors. And they were a little concerned that it would turn them orange. So they became orange because they ate so many sweet potatoes. Exactly. I think that says a lot about society. I agree.